Hello. Hello. Good evening. And welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Seattle by Night. Two. Part two. Yeah. This time. Part two. It's personal. It is. Well, it's, it is vampire. Electric it's all personal. Boogaloo. Yes. We are delighted to be back with you for season two of Seattle by Night. Tonight we're bringing you season two, episode one, entitled Fresh Tendrils. Ooh. Bonus points if you know where that's from. But before we plunge headlong into the morally dubious fray that is Vampire the Masquerade, let's introduce everyone, thank some people, and have a quick overview and recap because I think that um, we'll probably have some new family members joining us for the yes. very, very first time. And it has been a little while, a minute, I believe, been a minute. as, the, as yeah. the mortals say, since uh, this coterie was last uh, stalking the nocturnal streets. Next item of business is consent and respectful play. This is a vampire story, and therefore it is a horror story. And therefore it includes and incorporates some mature content. Yes. The players and I have discussed where our personal comfort factors are before the game. I know their lines and their veils, and we've done this to make sure that everybody can feel comfortable and safe at our table. That's true. So if anyone mentions <laughs> squirrels, I'm out. Uh oh, yeah. I'm just standing up and I'm leaving. Okay. I have two insularity, so I can leave really fast if yeah. somebody mentions a squirrel. Wow, we're getting that nerdy that yeah, quick. Yeah, that, 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 Are we gonna have to separate that, you two? That, no, that went. That went. That went it's real. probably a reason we don't like sit together. Are we gonna separate you two? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Normally, this is the other way around. So. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see how this is gonna go. We'd like to thank our friends at the World of Darkness for bringing this season to you, and especially our friends at Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines yes. Two. Many of you, perhaps all of you, are aware that Vampire the Masquerade began its own life as a tabletop role-playing game, the very game that we are playing tonight for you. There is a very, very strong connection between the roots of Vampire and Bloodlines 2. In fact, if you're interested at all in Bloodlines 2, you're in for a treat and a special evening because the events of Seattle by Night, season two, are directly related and connected to the events of Bloodlines 2. What? You might say Is that true? it's a prelude. <gasps> oh. Issue zero. <laughs> exactly so, exactly so, the prequel. So uh, when you play Bloodlines 2, pay very, very close attention. While you're watching Seattle by Night, you might even want to make a note. Oh. He said the line. He said the line. To them, not to us. Yeah, it doesn't count for you. Um, yeah. Well, you can make all the notes you want. Yeah, much good man, do you? Okay. <laughs> so, let's recap our story a little bit for yeah. the family and for ourselves. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, what have we here? We have four kindred who all want, for reasons of their own and collectively, Taco Bell. <laughs> Right now. Well, at least one of you does. Yes. Right now. And that worked out so very well last time. It did not. But I'm learning. I'm learning on the job. That's yes. Right. On the job training. On the job training. You say that now, but I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm convinced. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, for reasons of their own, they want to move up in the night, in the world. They want to join 
the Camarilla in the city of Seattle. And they have discovered that this is not as easy as it sounds. It's not merely a question of uh, showing your credentials at the door. The Seattle Camarilla is a rather exclusive club. It's paranoid about newcomers. It's worried about exposure to moral society. And so far it has proven, um, I would say, decidedly unwelcoming to you with uh, one notable exception, perhaps. During the course of your first evening uh, in Seattle, you met Tully, Clan Nosferatu, who uh, was your very first point of contact at the gum wall, that notoriously unsanitary alley, Pike Place Market. Indeed. Tully warned you that although Prince Campbell holds praxis in this domain, your first point of contact should probably be the former prince. Which is strange. Seems odd, doesn't it? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the former prince's name is anyone? Lou, anyone? Lou, anyone? Lou Graham. Lou Graham. Exactly so. The former prince. Prince Emeritus, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Seems to be the gatekeeper. The path you must take in order to win the favor of the court and gain the word of acceptance. But like the city she represents, she has been notoriously unwelcoming and unavailable to the point that it's not easy to even get to see her. You also met Nix, a singularly unhelpful individual. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who uh, had some um, harsh words for Tom. Yeah, that was uncalled for. <laughs> that was egregious. Yeah, I, I thought so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I felt that in real life. There was an incident, I think you could say. Uh, so you ran afoul of Nix. Um, you eventually made your way to uh, the Mackam Bar downtown. After barely avoiding some messed up dogs. Coyotes, I believe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Wild vampire coyotes. Do you yeah. want to tell us a little bit about that? Uh, I was approached by some strange dogs in the night, as I often am. And uh, I tried to give them some jerky mm -hmm. from my pocket. Mm -hmm. and The pocket jerky. The pocket right. jerky, as like a, everybody truly has. Truly is an act of good fellowship. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. I tried to make friends. Make friends with these yeah. Pounds, mm -hmm. and I was attacked. I, I barely was able to pull my hand away, but I, I suffered an incredible amount of will power damage. That's I am right. a shell of my former self, apparently. Yeah, you suffered aggravated will And that wasn't damage. a lot there before. <laughs> so there wasn't a lot to spare. There wasn't. So you are, uh, you're suffering from two aggravated willpower damage. Correct. So we're gonna have to deal with that. Okay, we'll do housekeeping in a moment, and we'll, okay. we'll talk about what you'll need to do in order to reclaim yourself. Okay. Travel to Europe, I assume? Eat, I was going to say, eat, pray, love. Yeah, I was just going to say. Ride an elephant, Not maybe. Yeah. Journal a lot. Maybe turn the elephant into a vampire and then come back to Seattle and have the elephant stampede the coyotes. Wow. Sex, lot, sex yeah. with strangers feels like it's often a part of that arc. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see maybe. how it goes. I want to focus on me for a little bit. Mm. It seems like a wiser course of action. <laughs> yeah. You know business. what? 2024 is all about Tom. All about Tom. New about year, Tom. new Tom. Yeah. At the Mackin Bar, Tom met an old friend. Yes. Evangeline. Evangeline, who he has a little bit of a crush on. Mm. But she's out of his league. Thoroughly. Oh, By leagues. Oh. I say a little bit? <laughs> 20,000 leagues out of his mm. league. You met Evangeline when you were uh, hobnobbing well above your stations in Tacoma. <laughs> yes. South of here. Yes. And Evangeline proved to be uh, a reliable ally then. Yeah. Perhaps now as well. 
she gave you a suggestion. If you want to curry favor with Lou, uh, you need to impress her. She suggested that you solve a problem mm-hmm. plaguing a clanmate of hers, a missing ghoul named, I believe, Wendell. Wendell. Unfortunately Wendell. named, yes, Wendell. Uh, Mr. Wendell. She did not impart any details, however. She said she'd catch up with you a little later. Yeah. You also made some new friends. Mm-hmm. You met uh, a couple of kindred at the Mackam Bar named Watkum and Rafe. Yeah. Yeah. If not their actual names, then, you know, good, good cover stories. We're in tight, though. But they were like the vampire version of, like, a NFT bro? Sort of. They had, like, a... There was a novel energy. There was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was... Very much Betty's back. I'm still hung on you saying you have a little bit of a crush because are we going to forget that you were sweating blood? (laughs) (laughs) I do. Okay, I have a big crush on Evangeline. I do. I think she's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. You're covering it it really well. (laughs) He was sweating blood everywhere. We got kicked out of the bar (laughs) because he kept sweating buckets of blood. Well, you were a great wingman. I really appreciated the help, and I thought that together we made a really good team. We, uh, uh, <coughs> it's a good start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We're, doing, we're off to a good start. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? More wingmanning in store. Okay. Yeah. For the future. Tom has a wingman, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> I can wingman the wingman. You're not even from Seattle. You're not even from here. Which gives me a good, you know, outsider's perspective on the situation. Technically, you need That's two true. wings. I mean, I don't, think about what it actually See? represents. Exactly. See? So we're getting into the holiday season. It's mean girl season. And I'm very much like, she doesn't even go to school here. You guys, you guys are both going to be the wind beneath my wings. Like Bette Midler. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. It is holiday season. It's early December with all that that entails in Seattle. Wind, cold, drizzle, rain, permanent cloud cover, and of course, holiday decorations going up in the streets and homes and and retail establishments. It'll be interesting to see how your your characters celebrate the season. We'll get to that as well. I believe you exchanged information or you gave uh, Wacom and Rafe your card. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so they know how to contact you. And now the housekeeping. All right. So three items on the housekeeping list. First, the Chronicle Tenant. The moral red line that your characters are not meant to cross. If they do, there could be consequences. The Chronicle Tenant is the pillar of morality for the story is be a person, not a beast. Yeah. So for the family watching with us, that would mean that anytime that they have an opportunity to deny their bestial side, their the beast within, and be a person, and they don't do it, they put their morality in jeopardy. And then the game gets really fun for me. <laughs> Which is, of course, the entire That's how I win. Right? <laughs> you might not even eat lunch today. <gasps> is that a real life threat? Because that <laughs> felt like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll feel eat like, his lunch. I feel like I should <laughs> not only make a note, but also make you make a roll. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> be quiet. We'll just, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. Hunger is next. Um, it has been several nights since you uh, were unceremoniously kicked out of the Mackin Bar, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we last left you, you had varying degrees of hunger. Uh, I believe that Rico had two. I did. And Tom as well. Yeah. Right. But Jameson and Betty at one only, right? So we'll leave the two of you at one as a baseline. Have you fed since then? 
I absolutely have. Mm -hmm. Now, as we know, the only way to get rid of all your hunger in Vampire the Masquerade is to kill your victim. Have you done this so that you can be completely satiated? Or would you leave that, that edge, that little pang of hunger mm. extant? Uh, oh, so tempting. Mm -hmm. I think that Rico is pragmatic and uh, is not going to deal with whatever it, you know, all that is entailed with having to deal with a dead body that you feast upon. Uh, so yeah, I think he just took a little taste just to reduce just the hunger just enough, but has not made an actual kill. The crema. Yes, the best part. Let's start you at hunger one also then. Tom, have you uh, fed? Yeah, I think that I would have fed, but I, I don't, Tom would not have killed anybody. Doesn't seem his nature really. No. Maybe in an extreme situation, but yeah. not normally. Not normally, so I think I'd still be at one hunger. At one hunger. Yeah. So let's leave you at one, too. So everybody will begin this game at one hunger. Perfect. Excellent. Finally, there is the matter of that aggravated willpower damage. The, yeah. The, the shattered ego. I'm hurting inside. So. Within. Yeah. You took two points, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Ooh. There are two ways we can address this. One, you need to demonstrate genuine progress toward whatever Tom's ambition is. The thing he wants most to accomplish. Okay. In in ideally in the intermediate or long term, and not just I want a taco. Right now. Right. Okay. Uh, right now. That would be a desire. I okay. want a taco. I want to buy a new car. That's probably, you know, a less less of an ambition and more of a desire. Or, or when you have acted beneficially towards one of your touchstones, one of the morals that's important in your life that keeps you grounded to your morality, connected to your mm. convictions, the okay. choice is yours. Uh, well, my Ooh. my ambition is to achieve greatness in my craft. So yes. I, I just I want to be a successful and well-known artist, I guess. And that goal has uh, <laughs> suffered some setbacks since you became undead. It has, yeah. It's much harder to get work. <laughs> uh, people don't want to get tattooed by vampires. You, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> I also can't tattoo myself anymore yes. or yeah. other vampires, so I don't really have a clientele. Oh my gosh, this is to. actually crushing. Yeah. Yeah. Is the the undead body is as far as we know static. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change. You when you tattoo an undead body, as you discovered, the ink just seeps to the surface of the skin overnight. Right. Gets you know stains your your sheets and makes a mess everywhere. Right. Uh, Tragic. So, what progress have you made toward this goal? Have you have you done anything that could uh, that could be counted as some sort of advance, even if it didn't result in immediate success? Uh, so, I I might be trying to figure out a way to tattoo vampires, maybe with blood. Or using blood in some way and ink combinations of the two. So mixing blood and ink together yeah. as an attempt to permanently mark undead skin. Because I can I can see a market for it. I mean, it, sure. it's just untapped, so to speak. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. It's just um, an intro. <clears throat> You're already heating it up. I'm already heating it up. Uh -oh. Get ready for more of that. So far, your experiments haven't met with success, but it's early nights yet. You yeah, know, you've just begun this idea, perhaps inspired by the uh, food processor incident. Exactly, that's what uh, I was thinking. <laughs> right, so yeah. that was sort of successful. Yeah, in in a way. In a way, uh, maybe maybe blending 
Vitae yeah. with ink could ink, produce different crushed up, results. Yeah, murals, yeah. things like that. I'm probably okay. just working on my, my thigh. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. it's your own. Do tattoo artists do that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Self-experimentation. See, was yeah. it right here? Yeah, or your arm or wherever. Jesus Christ. I'm convinced. Uh, let's remove one of the aggravated willpower damage. Okay. And if you continue to work toward that ambition, uh, we'll be able to remove uh, another one once you demonstrate progress. Progress, okay. Mm -hmm. So you're still carrying around that one aggravated willpower damage. Your total empty spaces were five, and now you're at four empty spaces on right. that track, right? Yeah. So you can only call on four willpower. Got it. I mean, it's not terrible. Yeah. But it's not good either. Yeah, okay. Shall we begin our story? Yeah, I think so. I'd love to do it. I would love to. We find ourselves tonight in the neighborhood of Ballard, tucked away in the northwest corner of Seattle, next to the Lake Washington Ship Canal, which connects the deep cold water ports of Elliott Bay with Lake Union and Lake Washington. It's the city that has that, uh, the city port neighborhood that has that big banner uh, across Leary Street that says, Ballard, where history and hip meet. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds like that. Sounds like Ballard. Wow. <clears throat> I think so. Mm -hmm. um, in this dense and diverse neighborhood, we find ourselves here. Indeed. In this very place. And I believe Jameson Keene can tell us I can. of this location. I can. So this is uh, situated just, I mean, just for those of you playing along at home, uh, just a couple short blocks uh, from Mock's Boarding House. Oh, oh, uh, I know right where this is. Very, very easy uh, to uh, to get there um, if you know where it is. It is uh, a converted, uh, like a secret Masonic lodge that uh, that Jameson Keene has used his uh, the fortune that he has built up. Uh, over his time, both as Las Vegas royalty, with a slight detour into safe cracking and larceny, um, uh, he has invested a, a portion of that in the conversion of this Masonic lodge. Uh, he just he can't he can't avoid the vibes. Um, <clears throat> this is like your back cave. It's just, it is essentially it's what Tom would say. Yeah, he yeah. slaps you on the back. <laughs> it's like your back cave. I love it. Well, not bad. Actually, that's quite astute. <laughs> I, I've, I'm, I'm deciding to retain this term. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Bat Cave, although its true name, should you desire to know it, certainly this is what is on the documentation, uh, is Bertram House. Bertram House. Bertram House. Oh, this is cute, Jameson. You really think so? It's cute. And she's not trying to be insulting, but it's a little insulting. <laughs> it's so... And the, the insult is absorbed. Hmm. It's so cozy. And quaint. He, as, as you're saying these things, he is just posed, like wherever you're looking, he is moving in front of it and posing. <laughs> like like in front, in, front of, in front of some velvet. Uh, in front of a statue, just looking, like, looking on like, oh, that's, very, that's a very interesting is piece. Is this real velvet? I think it... Oh, you can't tell unless you touch it. <laughs> so can you tell? Mm -hmm. Is it real? 
What's Who's to real? Say? Who can say? What's real? What's mm. fake? It looks nice. I like it. I like this, Jamie. I can't believe you were hiding this from us. <laughs> yeah. I drop down into a uh, what looks like an antique couch, and you hear some kind of spring. <laughs> a creak. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Just boom. There's a creak. Yeah. Just mm. a sharp intake of breath. Yeah. <gasps> what are the amenities? Uh, uh, are there are there spaces uh, for? Uh, that are safe for the kindred to take their day rest, maybe? Uh, absolutely. In rooms without windows? Well, no, no, because as, you know, as, as a Masonic Lodge, um, it has a lot of the traditional amenities mm -hmm. that were considered the norm for that august body. Um, so dark, like literal dark holes for contemplation are a secret feature of such places. Indeed. Um, and uh, as a result, uh, one need merely uh, shift the carpet uh, in the main area of the room um, and just below can be found uh, repose for up to seven. So you haven't wow. had a lot of time to put this together. So I would imagine that security is probably fairly mundane. Keys and locks? It, right now maybe it's, it's deadbolt. It's pretty, I mean, obviously we don't use the ring camera. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> probably a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, as as uh, we discovered recently, there's a very complex relationship between the local rules um, of the the Camarilla here and devices, technology. Yeah, they, there. So no apps. No, we, we don't want to no be. Phones. Oh, I brought apps, and I pull <laughs> out like little bags of blood. <laughs> I have some. Are you mm. hungry? Yeah. I have. Well, I'm not not. I mean, I could. I don't know eat. if you have um, a cold box in which to store these. Absolutely, but this is this is all quite in terms of its its um, its defenses. They're all of the normal uh, mundane variety. Mm. So keys and locks. Everyone gets their own key. Absolutely. Shall we say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, there's boy. there's a there is a machine that can make them. Uh, it's it's just up on Finney Ridge, and a marvelous invention. It's true. Let's talk about the neighborhood for a little bit. As I mentioned, uh, Ballard is dense and diverse. It's right on the ship canal, so it has easy access to the water through the locks. Um, it's considered a bit of a drive from central parts of the city because mm -hmm. of the ever-present traffic, of course. And parking uh, was parking monstrous. Sucks. Ridiculous, well, right? And the and of course, and even the if, spaces are so small. My SUV. I feel like someone's <laughs> yeah. going to sideswipe it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Don't and like obviously, there's also the drawbridge, which can create issues mm -hmm. as well, depending on yes. the time of day. The uh, the ship canal bridge opens and closes at seemingly diabolical. Well, whim. no, at, at yes. the most bizarre times you can yeah. possibly imagine. I'd rather enjoy that you have a moat, James. Well, yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's connected to some. I'm Celestial sure if cycle. we were in danger, you could just raise it. <laughs> even I do and not do have- And do us a solid. Even mm. I do not have power over this diabolical machine, uh. man. It sounds like you've chosen uh, a location that's in really the densest part of Ballard in that little weird tangle of side streets off Leary Market oh, and- Absolutely. Uh, that and sort then, of thing. Absolutely. Mm, and a then, maze-like. Yes, mm. and then just, just off near the water. Uh, there is a place that I, mean, I would avoid during the light of day, even as a mortal creature. Um, and there's no doubt, uh, I mean, it's essentially a buffet. It's- Of hipsters. It's convenience beyond convenience. Huh. And I'll say that the, um, 
the relatively recent burgeoning of uh, micro brews um, has 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 made it the most turnkey uh, dining experience imaginable uh, for kindred. So it's good eating. Very densely populated. I don't, I, don't, I don't think any of those words are in the Bible. I don't know. <laughs> Just I'll, I'll show you. I'll show. I'll show you some of my. I'll show you some of my favorite spots. Oh, good, because I have become lost in the many of these words. <laughs> <laughs> Let me help. Let me help. And it's a historical neighborhood as well. It has uh, it has roots in the local Scandinavian culture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? In fact, there's a Nordic heritage. History museum, indeed, and a parade, sir. And a parade. Hmm. It's. Uh, I'm curious to know if Jameson had a hand in any of that. Because <laughs> he, he had, he has been around, like up in this neck of the woods. He's had access to Bertram House for a long time. It's not. It's not impossible. Hmm. It isn't impossible, and that and that museum would only again would perhaps be four blocks max from Bertram House. It's a. It's a. It's a. Fairly small. Right by the locks, yeah. yeah. Let's see, what else is in Ballard? There's the you Golden see, Gardens uh, Park. The Deadliest Catch Boats. The Deadliest Catch Boats. Is this related to the Meg documentaries? I'm, I think so, yes. No, it's anything I consider them one of a one of a piece. Yeah. <laughs> anything with fish, yeah. crabs. All the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. It's true, uh, for a long time, uh, Ballard was the home of the Seattle Fishing Fleet. Yeah. Uh, it's still got uh, a thriving marina at Shilshol. Uh, Golden Gardens Park uh, offers uh, rugged views and hill climbs, but and also- Dangerous geese. <laughs> what passes for a beach, really? Yeah. How did Jameson come to this discovery? Uh, I mean, I assume that he's, he's seen it on Yelp, mm. but um, they, it's like- Territorial. Yeah, I mean, one has often, and territorial, and also they, they're, these creatures are right at the level that makes striking the genitals sort of the go-to. Hmm. When, you, when you see that neck uh, become rigid, cover up. Because you know that that strike is... My mom told me that when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. What these are, are these things? They're, well, geese? they're... they're oh, they're the geese. Oh, they're no. geese, but they're so, the size of jeeps. Feral geese, dangerous coyote. This is this is quite a... Quite a... No, it, yeah, dude, yeah, this is what we need to know. We need to, we need to see if... Uh, obviously... Once Tom yeah. was also mugged by a raccoon. It's true. No, yeah, it's true. They'll do that. Yeah. They'll but get you. I'm just saying that, like, I have certainly tried to go there before, like, with the family, and geese... Essentially operate the the park. <laughs> the geese. There's a sort of goose mafia yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, consortium yeah. that holds sway. The kit. Yeah, they give you dirty looks too. There's like a weird sort of look in their eyes. And they're just like, hey. Well, yeah, well, they're they're looking at that that zone, and they know right where your bathing suit covers. Yeah. <laughs> Less of a problem for kindred. Yeah, but yeah. Still intimidating. So yeah, but I mean, there's still, still the, the ancient. <laughs> you know, there's a gang girl out there that has like their own <laughs> mutated geese instead of coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You should ask Nick's about this. Yeah, I know. No, I, I, can, I, I was like, I, I just imagine that like Nick's wherever Nick's shows up, she just has whatever beast <laughs> is local to that, to that area. Exactly. Yes. It's just like over here, it's geese. Yeah. Great. Squirrels in Discovery Park, possibly. Oh. Who knows? Rabbits. Hey. Squirrels, watch out. Hey. Woodland Park, hares. Oh my. Brushing up against people's veils. <laughs> Take it easy. I'll teach you to say squirrel in Spanish later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the right. block that your Bertram house occupies, let's give it some let's give it some flavor. What other businesses might be located in this this square block of a meeting? Of course, there's probably a craft brew pub. Oh, there's no there. there's no question. Right. One of those yeah. ice cream places that has like onion and garlic flavored. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no. It's it's right by really? um it's right by uh Molly Moons. What is no, it? No, no, it's salt. It's salt, salt and straw. straw. Salt and straw. It's right yeah. by salt and straw. I guarantee you they have the they have the mm -hmm. black pepper cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huckleberry. It's, there would probably be some type of fusion restaurant. There's oh, no yeah. question. Like uh, some type of Korean hot dogs or Korean hamburgers, yes. something like mm -hmm. that. No, yeah. they no, they have Actually, they sound pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they have Indian tacos. Yeah. Yeah. But now you're rushing up against my veils. <laughs> There's a thing. <laughs> Now you're rushing up there's, against my veils. Have you had a veil talk about it? Indian and Mexican food is a big thing. <laughs> That's why they said us on this side. <laughs> I actually saw some, some dark <laughs> spots. The, uh, the geography of the table now makes you sense You were me. chosen to be the <laughs> good <laughs> guy. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to be that kind of chronicle, I see. Mm. Wow. Uh, Butter chicken quesadilla. All right, now I'm done. So craft pub, fusion <laughs> restaurant, so ice cream. <laughs> Of course, of course. I this, just hear easy, some, uh, easy pickings. No, yeah. Good. Good. I, hear oh, no. I, I actually literally know in my mind the block. I can hook you up. Obviously, we're going to have a brew pub. They're going to have taps from around the air. Of course. Right. Uh, we're right by Salt and Straw. There's no question if you want to get cheddar, ham, ice, ice cream. cream. They've they have got blood it ready to go. ice cream sometimes. They've got it, right? Um, there is also sort of an upmarket steakhouse. Oh, that's like a too. date, like a date spot. Um, and then there is also like a naturopathic, there is a naturopathic um, doctor's office that, mm. he, that, exactly, that combines the absolute best of what they describe as, as modern medicine and traditional methods of healing. This is an actual place. It's where I got my shot. I see. Okay. What kind of shot? Interesting. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting neighbors. That's where I got a shot. No, exactly. So that's He's that. He's been that. getting five G reception ever since. <laughs> Through my molars. Ever nice. since. Um, yeah. But basically, that's that the substrate um, of this building, and then Bertram House is just above. Uh, so you're located on the on the topmost. Floor. Absolutely, just sort of oh. old Ballard. Uh, it's mm -hmm. it's up a flight of stairs. We have our own key that that goes into that. Probably other, one other of those area. those thick, rough. Flagstone foundations. Yeah. Oh, it's street. very, yeah. very sturdy. There's mm -hmm. the occasional, the earth type yeah, thing. the occasional sturdy creature uh, is made manifest at the corner uh, to gaze down. Do you mean like a gargoyle? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, basically, but perhaps with like a, a northwest flair. Yeah, like yeah. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Cryptids. So, it is at this point, Tom, that yeah. your phone that you still have. Yes. Buzzes. Uh-oh. It's a text from Evangeline. <gasps> Find the ghoul yet? Question mark. Heart. Heart? Heart? Uh, uh, I showed to you guys. Oh, no, we're all around this, right? <laughs> yeah. I just immediately. This is oh, the heart. And is that the heart can only mean that your campaign has struck gold, sir. That's what I thought, but. What else could it represent? Do I send a heart back? No. No, no, no. no. Sir, you can't do two that. hearts. No. no. Thomas, I have to go more. No. 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 
you first of all don't respond. Don't even start typing because what? you might oh, already That's kind of rude. No, 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 no. It's chivalry. I love you, Evangeline. Oh my god. He's over there typing. No. No, no, that's gonna show up. Yeah, delete it. Although now she may have already seen the little thing that's telling her that you're typing. In my entire life. Oh no, I don't know. Nothing, nothing. Give me this phone. Give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. I take it. Now, Enrico, my understanding is that a period of three days. Oh. After a text is considered, yeah, yeah, you gotta let it ring twice. No. Is, is con- this is this is simply what I've heard. Leaving a woman waiting like this is decidedly unattractive. This, uh, this, 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 but responding this, right away with hearts, not with hearts. No. So certainly there must you be some. You have to middle let her know that you're emoji. interested, yes. but that you're not desperate. Oh, very mysterious. I yes. would uh, offer also. You have to hopefully understand the manner of woman that she is, so you can recognize what it is that. Oh is yes, and please her. enlighten me on how much you know about women. I know a lot about women. She is. Yeah, let's hear I know it. A lot let's about hear your master class. Well, here my master class is that it depends on the woman. It depends on the woman. There is something that all women crave. Uh, I have discovered this upon my long, uh, my long research. The animated GIF. My understanding, women are driven mad by them. Like, simply mad, batty. Like something from a movie? I was Optimally, not aware yes. I was in the company of so many Casanovas. Perhaps a, uh, a minion. My, mm-hmm. I've dabbled in casanova Uh Perhaps a minion, the one with the goggles. How much time do you think has passed? Been at least a minute, two minutes? <laughs> Probably I can give two the minutes. phone back, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> Here you so. Go. Okay. Uh, Tom. It's yeah. very important that if you are to court Evangeline, you do so while still being yourself and not Rico. But also, you want her to like you past. for you. I think that I don't like me for me. I think but that it you may should. be working. I, I would, again, draw our attention back to the heart, that ancient sigil. It's too soon. Right. So I'm typing, uh, not yet. Uh, Got any leads? Got any yes. leads? Yes, yes. I'd love okay. to touch base with you mm-hmm. sometime. Yes, touch your base. Compare notes. Yes, yes. Don't touch her base. We no. should compare notes. Cat face emoji. Cat face emoji. Yes. Oh, just to let her know I like mm-hmm. animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. Interesting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. something about the soul. It's right. Quirky. Different. Yeah, and and this is and the text you send. Yes, and you send. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. Texas. Oh no, that's good. I was. I. I. I'm. I'm okay with this. A couple minutes passed, and there's no heart emojis. The cat emoji is a nice touch. It's very mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was and, an animal lover. Uh, but are you watching your phone? I want to. Oh yeah. Is do you see the little dots popping up? Is she typing back yet? You're watching the phone. I'm. We are. I, th- I, think, I think all of us are around. <laughs> the phone. I'm gonna go yes. and I'm gonna get behind this couch that this man has destroyed. Yeah. And I'm going to gaze deeply yeah, into the screen. That, uh, that Chesterfield, that vintage Chesterfield, it's going to need some repair. No, it, it, it was, the spring has come through the upholstery. Oh, I'm getting my Christmas right. goose early. I'm not gazing at the phone. I'm just. Um, completely ignoring all of Jameson's privacy. So you see I've like opened a closet. Is this an original Kirby? (laughs) Mine doesn't work anymore. Can I have, you see I have like this old vacuum from the 60s. Kirby's are my favorite vacuums, by the way. And I've pulled out, and this is the real steel one. Beatrice, Beatrice, you may vacuum to your heart's content. Oh, well I have a man for that, but I do want (laughs) to know where you've got I love it. I just, oh. And what's in this closet? <laughs> eventually, text back. Well, How many seconds have passed? Because I've been, been counting. It's been about a minute, minute oh, okay. twenty seconds. Okay. Taking note. Okay. The re- 
text message that she sends you is, let's meet and talk. You need to get moving. And then you can see that she's typing yeah. in those little dots appear that indicate that she's messaging you. I'm watching. Okay. So am I. The text message. Oh, you're looking over the shoulder. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, we're right there. If you're free, I hide it a little bit. <laughs> try to conceal the phone. I, I, just, from... I just turn it a little bit. How can I wingman if you're going to hide it from me? <laughs> yeah, I open it back up. I extend my neck like a goose. If you're free, let's meet tonight. One hour. Where are you? Jameson's back cave. No, no, no. She immediately texts back five question marks. She wants to come here. I don't yeah. know that oh. bar. What neighborhood oh. are you in? Oh, she wants to come here. Yeah. Can I? Uh, is that okay? If she comes here. I mean, that's my house. No, I, it, we can absolutely. Or we mm. can find a neutral, neutral place, place because we know that it's not that I don't trust Evangeline Tom, but she was being tailed by that dog lady. This, there is. We could meet her somewhere nearby. There this. is wisdom here. I can drive us to a, uh, you know, the neighborhood, Mr. Keene. Profoundly walkable. Uh, someplace nice. She's a classy lady. Absolutely. So what, like, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go to the docks. <laughs> Wait at night. Why uh, not? No, no, no. I mean, I don't. Because see, obviously, we can't ply her with the the our novel Why ice cream. Why don't creams. you meet me in one hour at? Yeah, exactly. Let, let's just let's go to. Um, I'm sure that I have an arrangement with the, the steakhouse. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've so had to have in meetings. your territory, yeah. or what you consider to be. Well, exactly. But she, she need not know that I, I live mm -hmm. very close mm -hmm. to there, but but certainly it was available to okay. both of us, a public place. Yeah, uh, let's meet at DiMartino's. DiMartino's on whatever street. I send her the, the address at whatever time that's going to be. Uh, she texts back very quickly. Oh, Ballard, nice choice. Smiley face. Yes, it is nice. Smiley I agree. I yeah, agree. I I love it here. Heart. Well, I kind of slipped it in there. Uh, yep. This is acceptable. Yeah. Acceptable in this. Case. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. See you soon. Okay. No emojis. You see me type the kiss emoji. No. no. I deleted it. Good. I just, I mark her text as red. So in one hour. Indeed. On this very block, who is at this rendezvous? Is is everyone joining in the festivities? Uh, um, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's also an opportunity for me to sort of show off the neighborhood and also show off my poll with the local establishments. That's very important too. Mm -hmm. To be a good host, and also to be a good host to Ballard, I think is important to Jameson. This is a great point to mention that Vampire the Masquerade has a wonderful sub-rule system for domains and havens and coteries. And I think we'll get into that this season. Mm. Lots, oh. of, lots of dots to play with and choices to make. We can elevate it. The, uh, the neighborhood, the domain that you've claimed uh, as your own, and which indeed you may need to defend one night, who knows, against those oh. who might who might contest your claim, uh, vampires being territorial creatures. Uh, what is the guise that you adopt? How did the neighbor how does the neighborhood know Jameson Keene? 
What do they see? Is there a familiar mean that you choose when Absolutely. you're going about? I mean, and it's it's a trivial matter. With, for you it is. But with Mask of a Thousand Faces, it's a trivial, trivial matter for me to um, make those modifications um, to myself that essentially in the manner of rolling prices back, I'm just rolling myself back to my Vegas heist heyday. Hmm. Uh, Rat Pack era. It's a, it's a, when I, when I don that mask, it's that the smiles come easy. And one of the things that's nice about Ballard and Seattle broadly for Jameson is that it's a many, many, uh, millionaires are minted here from the strangest industries. Mm -hmm. um, it's possible to move about in that sort of space. And people just assume that you, you know, that, that you're mean and, and wealth are the result of an IPO mm. or, right? It's, it's, it's very, very easy to, to move around and to, and to, execute and manifest wealth um, in, a an, question. in an anonymous mm. way. It's like oh, yeah. hiding in plain sight in a way. Yeah. It is an aggressively casual city. Yes. yes. Right? You could be a billionaire and no one would ever know. It's in. Yeah. Yeah. It works. You, you could be a billionaire here. You never could, know. Yeah, never know. You never it know. works, but I'm not going to wear the jacket tonight. Mm. I do. See. I'm yeah. out of my workwear, and I'm like in my like bright... Saffron, not saffron, turmeric yellow, button down. Ooh, bright. Mm. Yeah. You probably my wouldn't tie. have anything in my That's tie. That's quite a lot of color for me. <laughs> and my jacket, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the jacket. <clears throat> mm -hmm. You know, but wearing you know what, though? full suit. So, so. What about the sword cane? Oh, always on hand. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is. It's a technically, thing. I think, a, an umbrella. It's an umbrella. Yeah. It's yeah. a sword mm -hmm. brawly. Mm -hmm. Now, Tom thinks. Tom thinks that Jameson Keene does not have anything in his size, and that is where he is mistaken. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm not just to go to a steakhouse. I have been waiting for the glow-up opportunity, and I have made certain strategic purchases over the last couple years. Just waiting for this moment. Wait, because I knew that eventually you would come to me and you would need access to my unique skill set. You have any, like a jacket or something I could wear tonight? Just a just a jacket. Just something. Just a, just a jacket. Just a jacket. I could something. Throw on something over. minor. Just something to my tank top. Toss over. Mm -hmm. Are yeah. you uh, Are you wearing your standard uniform? Tank top and yeah, cargo shorts and Crocs. No. Gotta gotta dress it up a little different tonight. I like it. Oh, I like it too. I fixed yeah. the tank top a little bit. Yes, yes, but Straight does Evangeline my nipples like was it. showing? Yeah, mm -hmm. and then I, I can see that. I, this the uh, the armoire uh, is opened. There are what's inside. Choices are what is inside, Mister Carl. Options. Is this a vintage Sonics jacket? Potentially. Potentially. It sounds like you have uh, you have raided uh, the vintage and retro shops in Ballard, of which there are plenty. Mm. What? A red light? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, over over the U, yeah, right? Yeah, and maybe, so maybe a Buffalo Exchange. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, and this is and obviously at Finney Ridge is a couple of nice options as well. True. And true. so 
uh, what I would do is, is obviously I can't, I would never try to make Tom like me, but what I would try to do is execute something like a, like, like I've seen perhaps at the five spot at midnight when a musician or a, a, a perhaps a, 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 an authentic music star materializes with their entourage at one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. They're not dressed like me, but they are dressed in a way that communicates a crispness, a freshness, real value. I think we'll need some dice rolls here. Ooh. The first dice roll we'll need is your rouse check for having used Mask of a Thousand Faces. Indeed. Do you get hungrier? So one single red die is all we need to establish it's whether so or not scary. you're beast. It's always, it's always a little, <laughs> yes. little nerve-wracking. what I like about it, though. But you're out one hunger. Yeah, yeah. What happens? Success. I get a success. Success. You do not grow hungrier. <clears throat> your mask of a thousand faces yes. changes your, your appearance without provoking your bestial side. No, no. And I'm, I'm right here, like, in the three mirrors. Mm. Uh, it's, it's the old face. It's the old me. It is all being executed to the nines. Have they ever seen this side I, I have never needed to use it. This is very fascinating. No, I'm humming, like humming old songs. What yeah. do you look like? Are you are you uh, are are you handsome? Are you plain? Are you craggy? Are yeah. you? Uh... He his look is uh, sculpted from a rock. Um, strong, like everything. It's it's basically like what he has become. It is sort of like. Maybe psychologically, like he's inverted it. Maybe he's turned it up a little bit from then, where it's like jaw now, low, mm. hanging down. Must be physically adjusted. This is sharp. The 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 chin comes down. It's craggy. It's rocky. There's the dimple here. Mm. Um, the smile's here. He's he's that that ugly handsome that that men are allowed to be. Mm. <clears throat> Interesting. What? Yeah, I think like <laughs> it's it's a shocking. And you're like in a three sided mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is probably like the first time, like you see Betty like kind of annoyed with you. It's just like, are you done, Beatrice? And as she comes up behind you in the mirror, you probably realize she can't see her reflection. Yeah. <sighs> are you done? Yeah. It's true. Anyone who is looking at the mirror when Betty approaches sees not Betty. They see a distortion, a blurry, strange, shifting, clouded apparition that might be more at home in a, a horror film about ghosts and spirits and wraiths. That probably startles Tom. Yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh, yeah, but I'm trying to like startle <laughs> Jameson. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm just making my adjustments and then I can just see like over my shoulders. Yeah, a hand comes shifting. over and tightens your tie. Yeah, yeah. I think you look I say, great. I say, now, Beatrice, how do you manage to look so well <laughs> without the access to a mirror? This is, this is the question I think that's on all of our minds. Let's let's get going. <laughs> Can we get going? And I let go of the tie. <laughs> I, I push so. down the you know the shredder fangs and like stop tightening the tie. But, but I oh. love I love what she suggested about like some traditional like immaculate 
old Sonics <laughs> jackets and like, but like go the sportswear, mm. but the sportswear is like uh, perfectly curated. curated. Mm. I see. So I, that's a jacket jacket you're gonna get a compliment on. <clears throat> this yeah. is um, I think this is um, a situation in which we're going to call for a subterfuge role. It isn't strictly fashion sense. You're trying to disguise something in need of disguising. Yes. And trying to convey uh, a message that is not normally projected from Tom. So let's do this. Let's go with wits and subterfuge, which for Jameson is, I think, six dice. Six dice. You're not Ooh. bluffing, so you don't get the you don't get the specialty. Right. Uh, so six dice, uh, one of which is hunger. Indeed. Yes. I've got it right here. I, I use hunger dice. I just Tom. leave them over here to mark it. This is not a, this is not this is not simple. <laughs> no. I think it's um I think it's probably a difficulty of three. What am, which one am I rolling? You're not. Jameson's oh, dressing you. I'm I rolling see. it okay. on you. If you were choosing your own clothing, that right. would be an entirely different situation. He's dressing me. Yeah. I'm actually scared. And you're playing the game right. <laughs> oh jeez. I see some onks. Yeah. yeah. You have, I have one critical success and three regular successes. Okay, so a total of four successes. Oh, absolutely. That's excellent. So that exceeds, that exceeds the minimum handily. Um, it's a great effect, actually. Uh, it looks almost natural on you. Nice. Yeah, exactly. This is it. And he's right there in the mirror. Yeah. Right? He's getting mm -hmm. the simple chain. You see a- Action you Bronson. See, you yes, exactly. A, you see a That's Tom, you see a Tom you didn't know existed. This is a vampire that you might actually, you know, appreciate meeting. Does that get rid of my last rule? <laughs> no, Do I see myself and I'm Ooh, like, shit, this is better. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I love this idea. The rules are vague on this point. We mm. usually talk about ambitions and touchstones, but this is such a boost to your ego, yeah. seeing yourself in a brand new light like this. Uh, I'm gonna house roll it, rule it, and here's what I'm gonna do. You are down one aggravated willpower. Currently You've got right. four left. Mm -hmm. Make a dice pool of all your unspent willpower, which is four black dice. Let's get at least one success on this roll. Got one. Two. You got, got two, two successes. Yeah. It's as though a weight is lifted from your shoulders and little pieces of your heart, which were destroyed. Just one little, little tear, I wipe it away. Begin to reassemble inside blood you. Mm -hmm. Oh, this blood tear? This yeah. is great. Blood blood tear. Tear. Just, basically, he can he can envision himself achieving these goals yeah. as this person. Maybe this person Maybe can do this it. Person Maybe this person can, can do it. be the tattoo artist that the Tom previous could not. Yeah. So I'm going to count this as a, as a step closer to your ambition. I love it. Thank what, you. What an innovative and interesting way to apply the rule. Yeah. Excellent. That's I super love cool. it. I think like, yeah, no, Betty softens, leaning against the mirror. She's like, you look very wonderful, Tom. He smiles, thank you. Uh, while they've been dressing up, yes. I have been paying attention to the items that have been chosen. Mm. Uh, how, Alike or, or or not alike are the two of you dressed? Oh, weird. This is this is a polar. You sound quite dissimilar. This yeah. is a polar opposite. This is it's 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 like streetwear, but it's like vintage streetwear, mm -hmm. um, with all these and specifically Seattle touchstones. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you're you're like black tux tails. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm ready. I mean, tonight 
just because it's, I'm just going to wear the, the shirt. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Then what I choose is, uh, I'm, a little accent. Uh, I want to, I'm going to match you. I'm going to pick a jacket really? that's similar to what Tom is wearing. Something vintage and sporty? Something vintage and sporty. What I'm going to keep my t-shirt underneath, so my leather jacket is going to be left behind. Yeah, easy. Uh, and, uh, oh yes. Uh, uh, and that's the only thing that I add, is just that extra layer that is in line with the theme. Resonant, mm-hmm. right? I I'm think, touching uh, this one too. That's real leather. It is real leather. <laughs> it's yeah. an ally, right? I think it's, uh, yes. I think it's probably uh I think it's probably a vintage bomber jacket from the from the warrior. Ooh. The real deal. Is it like a University of Washington Letterman? With, with the little patches. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like a vintage one? Yeah. No, Betty loves this. Yeah. yeah. This I think they call them var- I think they called them a varsity bomber. I, yeah, yeah. I, I used to love going there in that time period. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it was fun. It brings it back. Yeah. There's even a vintage uh, little... Take little, back uh, the night rallies. Ah. Little, vin- little vintage uh, football pin oh, sure. attached to it. Wow. Yeah. And I think I'm a, I'm a sporty guy. Huh. Mm. This is a good look. Yeah, is this no, going to no. match the place? It's going to work. Yeah, and you like it? I yeah. love it. All right. Yeah. As, cool. as, as the evening goes on, uh, the nouveau riche... Burble up from cracks in the street. You'll, you'll, uh, you'll look marvelous there. Uh, I'm ready to go whenever to go. you are. Yeah. All right. Let's shift the scene to the steakhouse then. And um, <clears throat> in keeping with the neighborhood where the motto is where history meets hip. Yeah. Uh, this place uh, is a little bit more upscale than you might expect. You've yeah. chosen well. Exactly. Uh, it's unassuming from the outside, but it is clear that they take themselves quite seriously, and people are dressed uh, better than the aggressively casual sartorial touchstone that is Seattle normally. Yeah. So you know your neighborhood. Yeah, such places obviously are, are thick on the ground here as well, um, but there are places where um, where one can you know be strategic. <laughs> Had you entered this place, Tom, dressed in your normal attire, you wouldn't have been thrown out, but it would have been a much more socially uncomfortable situation for you. And I feel comfortable now. You feel, probably feel great. Probably feel better than I am. Yeah, you're gliding it. Yeah. I mean, uh, who wouldn't want to be seen with this This. I hear like vampire. rap music playing in my head as I walk in. Mm-hmm. Oh, Spe- yeah, yeah. Speaking of, when, as soon as we start to be around people, I'm activating awe and I'm staying right beside Tom and as soon as people start to look at us, I put my arm on his shoulder. <laughs> in a comrade Chummy way. Chummy? Yeah. In a very mm-hmm. chummy way. Your buddy, your pal. Yeah. So that whatever attention I'm getting you want to is try spreading to him. Yeah. A shiny. Wow. The effect is instantaneous. You can almost see the light switch turning on. Awe. Heads turn. Necks swivel. People in line waiting for their table turn around to look at you. They don't even make any secret of it. You are magnetic. I'll just whisper into Tom's ear. Looks like people are noticing us in a good way. It's the jacket man. It's the jacket man. (laughs) It's the jacket. It's how you wear the jacket, my friend. It's the guys in the jackets. Mr. Keen, so nice to see you again. Your table is waiting for you. Lovely to have you with us again. Thank you so much. These are your friends? Uh, Absolutely. Now, is is Marjorie going to be taking care of us tonight? Uh, If that's your wish. It is absolutely my wish. You know, me and Marjorie. Marjorie and I. Mm -hmm. 
So, right this way. <laughs> That's great. Does he see it? Yeah, he can't help it. It's a tick. Oh. Just can't resist. Just I can't love resist. it, though. I love it. Just can't resist. <laughs> you are taken to a private dining room where there is but one table, a large eight top. Absolutely. Your usual, sir? Oh, please. And, if, and then just off to the side. The seafood tower. Oh, oh I'll, I'll get the chef started right on that. So you're seated comfortably. Mm. Here you are inside a private dining area in Ballard. Waiting Four vampires who can't actually eat anything on this menu. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Or drink anything from the bar. The dirty martini that arrives for you, of course, will go untouched. Oh, no, unless, it's, it's... Unless it's a, you're going to dare the blush of life and try to choke it down. I'll see if I, I'll see how this meeting goes, and then maybe I'll treat myself. <laughs> you don't have long to wait. Evangeline is prompt, and she isn't alone. She, too, really has brought a friend. Okay, good. I'm, gl I'm glad we got the whole room then. She's immaculate in white, as usual. Always is. Always. She's wearing a, uh, a white, uh, very modern, very stylishly cut pantsuit with a white leather jacket that uh, shows off her, her long black hair to great advantage. Very simple, understated jewelry and makeup. The individual with her, you've never seen before. Oh. Not dressed nearly as well as any of you. Uh, you don't know if this individual is mortal or kindred or not at this point. Probably find out, dude. If it's Mr. Wendell, this is going to be amazing. We <laughs> just like quickest game ever. Just <laughs> hacks. No. How does he? Uh, how does this person, uh, individual, respond to me upon entering with awe? Mm -hmm. So the individual is um, a middle-aged woman, or what appears to be a middle-aged woman. Or she has uh, copper red hair and uh, uh, a lot of freckles on her face. Uh, she's wearing very casual street clothing, jeans, running shoes, a thick sweater to keep out the Seattle chill. She fit none, right in in Ballard. None of it seems terribly, you know, consciously put together. It's what anybody might wear out on the street at night. Evangeline breezes in as though she owns the place, sits right next to Tom, and motions for her, her companion to sit next to her. Tom, I'm so glad to see you again. You look fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Jameson had a couple things in his closet. And... Oh, really? Well, Just, I wink. Mr. Keen, your sartorial taste does you considerable credit. His clutch is sartorialist. She reaches out a hand to touch the satin of the vintage sports jacket. Oh, it's just gorgeous and very becoming. I approve. Well, then I approve. <laughs> Betty, lovely to see you again. May I call you Betty? Yes, of course. You look, what can one say except perfection? I appreciate it. Hello again. Hello again. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you I as see well. you've been raiding Jameson's uh, closets as well. Uh, I'm beginning to see what's uh, going on here. Mm. It was fun. Yes. You always look really nice, too. That's so sweet. Thank you, Tom. Yes. I try. I try. 
Oh, allow me to introduce uh, Jerry. 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 Jerry hasn't said anything yet. She's sitting in her chair looking decidedly uncomfortable, hands in her lap clasped together, looking from face to face as though trying to discern whether or not she has walked into uh, a <laughs> trap, perhaps, <laughs> or uh, some other inopportune situation. Well, social Mita. social Mita. scenarios nice of this kind are my bread and butter. I know exactly what to do. And I say, Jerry, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Jameson Keene. Heard now, about you. I'm, I'm overjoyed. Uh, hopefully all uh, benevolent uh, information. I mean, Evangeline says you're okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. An okay from Evangeline she, is a five-star review. She says you're really smart. Well, it's been said by Evangeline, apparently. Now, yeah. we have to is come... Is this really, Tom? Is this... Yeah, yes, indeed. Evangel this is the... Evangeline looks affronted, <laughs> and she gives... Uh, Jerry, a dagger look. I was going to say, Ooh. Betty picks up immediately that her characterization of Tom yes. to Jerry yeah. Does Tom pick up on it? that's not this. <laughs> that's a good question. Wits and awareness. He's so shocked, right? He's in such a shocking... So... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll make Wits a dice pool of uh, your uh, three wits, dice, which is three, three and, and then an awareness. <clears throat> right here. Should be a, is it a one or a two, two for dice. you? Two. And, and one of them has to be. Oh, well, it's got it's got to be all have to be reverse that handful, and I think we're in dice, One of which is hungry. Is hungry. Mm -hmm. Now put them in there. We want to see. Do symbols. I detect I this see social situation? Oh, I think that he Three might successes. have picked up on it. Three successes. There's body language there. It's clear that Evangeline has been offended by what Jerry has just said. I'm always offended. By and um, the implication is that. Evangeline has described you in far more favorable terms to Jerry than Jerry was expecting. Right. Uh, so Jerry, do we pick up on Jerry's sort of like disappointment or disdain about what? It wasn't disdainful. It's just mm -hmm. he seems surprised that uh, that Tom is, as he appears put to together. be, based, based on, on the impression that was Evangeline has told him. Indeed. Uh, I get it, and I just say to her, I clean up nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel underdressed. <laughs> Evangeline didn't tell me where we were coming, so you know I didn't have much time. What Sorry. I, what I'm curious about is whether Jerry's response to Tom was, "Oh, the person in front of me is less than what I thought you would be based on Evangeline's description," mm. or because he's been gussied up more than what Evangeline. Oh, I see. A subtle her. distinction, but possibly an important one. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I want to drill down into that kind of body language. I need the role. I oh, need yes. the wits and awareness role. Yeah. Give you got to pick up on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wits, wits, this, wits, this, wits. Is, this one is harder than the uh, role that... Uh, it's all over on the right side. Oh, there it is. Wits and, oh, yeah. You got this. One, two. And one of them is... One of them is hunger hungry. for you. So I think it's four dice yeah. and one's hunger. Wits and awareness. So your odds... you got to make a better roll. Yeah, I don't know about your this one. Not great. I really want... Get that willpower handy. Yep. So close. Two. So I'll do a willpower. Here's you can uh, spend a willpower point. So you've got a superficial damage to one willpower box. Yep. Just a regular slash through the corner, uh -huh. and you can reroll that black hunger die. Just this black. Just one. that one. Got it. Can't uh, ever the black. The, Sorry, the, the black die. die. Yeah, yeah, black yeah. You can't ever reroll hunger die. No, they won't let you. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Well, it's a critical. Yeah, they need but, to be you know, in Paris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it. Is. That's so three. Only critical in Paris. So, yeah. so, so three. You, you've made the threshold. Whew. 
it's not quite enough successes to read the complete subtext. You would have mm -hmm. had to beat the number of successes that Tom got, which was also three. Copy but that. It's enough for you to make an informed opinion. And you think that uh, Evangeline described Tom in such a way that um, Jerry was expecting something magnificent. No hmm. shit. That's not it was the about. opposite. That's See, not the way Tom interpreted it. No, that's yeah. why. Betty's judgy. And so I've, Tom has low much, like, much like Jasmine, Betty's already made the opposite assumption. <laughs> which would be, which would make sense. No, yeah. no, but I'm saying that what, what is up with Evangeline? What is this fucking Why is connection? it inconceivable that she would think very highly yeah. of Tom? Well, no, no, I, I'm saying that I thought we were doing all this stuff mm -hmm. to elevate Tom, but she already thinks Tom is the best. That's why I said he should be himself to her. But now Betty's like, Betty's a negative Nancy, so she's just like, mm -hmm. mm. Dark energy. Mm. Literally, literally wow. dark. Now he's rolling. Ab abyssal energy. Yes, he is <laughs> rolling, but he's not happy with his roll. Mm. But he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> when the, uh, when the waiter, oh, excuse me, it's Marjorie tonight, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. When the, when the uh, server, Marjorie, arrives, she makes a, a show of being very, very happy to see you. So please, she understands that, you know, you want the seafood tower, it's on Absolutely. its way, you've got your martini. Uh, if she, if you, if you like, she'll take your drink orders. If anybody wants to order anything. Marjorie, darling, do you mind if I smoke in here? <laughs> um, as long as Mr. Keene doesn't mind. I'll just shut the door. Oh, shit. Thank you so much, Marjorie. That impresses the hell out of Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, those, those, that's like, Hard loss. So, like, he would have laughed out loud at that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Marjorie takes your drink orders and shuts the door of the private dining room behind. I strike up immediately. Yeah. With a really long. With <laughs> a long one, yeah. Oh, yes. She has to open the door to fit it inside the room. Amazing. Uh, I love Ballard. Yeah, it's a great spot. It's really beautiful. nice, isn't it? Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. So. You said you knew something about the white? The white. The ghoul, sorry, the ghoul. The ghoul. Yeah, Mr. White, Wendell. White. Where did you hear that word? Uh, I used to play D&D. <laughs> interesting. A white is a real thing. I but, thought that was all made up shit. Well, she glances reflexively at the door to make sure it truly is closed before she continues. I give her a comforting nod. Thank you, thank you. Very much, Mr. Keith. White is a kindred that has lost control, lost touch with their humanity, you might say. Degenerated into nothing but hunger. They're very, very dangerous. They can't reason anymore. They have no self-control. I'm afraid they have to be put down. Wow, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Believe me, if you ever meet one, you'll know it. <laughs> There'll be no mistaking it. And that's different from a ghoul, which is what we're after. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Very good. She, I, I can be taught. No. I have no doubt. A ghoul is something like a blood employee. Okay. Hmm. That's an interesting way of putting it. I, I concur. But she motions at Jerry. Yeah. Um, Wendell belongs to me. I'm the one who was. Oh, I see, and you have and you have misplaced him. I hope so. We'll see. Is Jerry here? Okay. One of your other ghouls? No, Jerry's one of us. 
Only one of us can make a ghoul. Oh, you could make a ghoul at some point. You could, I might have made a ghoul accidentally. It's possible, but I would recommend thinking very carefully before you bring someone into that existence. Yeah, let's maybe stay away from those I'm not types ready to be of a power structures No, exactly. Right now. It's a big responsibility. A ghoul you, is a big responsibility, yeah. Thomas. Do you remember one of our number, their father, was a ghoul? Yes, I do remember that. So you oh, know that there are some... Your dear yeah. little friend Amanda. There's yeah. Some sophistication, perhaps. There is a... There's layers to it, Tom. I don't think you're ready. She left I'm not jumping in that pool. Mm. That's wise. Yeah. If you decide to do it, and many of us do for a number of reasons, some good, some bad. Somebody take care of you in your old age. Hmm. I hadn't thought about it like that, but lighthouse work. Anyway, housework. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Wendell belongs to me, and uh, I don't know where. Yes. Did you retrace your steps? Where was the last place you had your ghoul? Uh, yeah, see, that's the thing. I sent him on a little errand and uh, haven't seen him since. And um, <clears throat> where I sent him, uh, not exactly uh, fashionable. I sent him into the jungle. Huh. Redmond. Jungle. Oh, no, no, Tom. Um, the jungle is what the local kindred call the dark places underneath highway overpasses. Oh. Very dangerous places. Now I see, now Jerry, before we continue, we we have to obviously discuss a very important matter. Jerry with an I? Jerry with an I and a little heart. With a a G or a J? Oh, well. With it, with the G. Thanks for asking. No one ever asked. See, this is these are, but these are all key. These are all vital. Yeah. Now, I understand that it may it may be impolitic uh, to ask, but uh, it will help us a lot if we understand the nature of this jungle yeah, yeah, yeah. mission. Look, I mean, Evangeline said you could help, and I really words gotten around enough that that Wendell's missing, and I don't really want anybody to know where I sent him and why. So part of this deal has to be confidentiality. But she said you could help. We can if we know where you sent him and why. Yeah, that's that's a a key portion. Well, the why can be divorced from the where, Jerry, if that makes you feel more comfortable. I mean, you're gonna figure it out eventually. I probably Yes, I will. (laughs) I will figure it out and then probably pretend that I didn't to save um, you embarrassment. You already seem rather uncomfortable, but you don't have to admit it right now if you don't want to. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, so about, uh, I don't know, what's it been, Evangeline? Five nights, I guess? Um, I sent Wendell on a little errand into the jungle. Um, Actually, you're not that far from it in uh, in your neighborhood here. Um, And uh, he didn't come back and um, you know, I don't use a phone where anybody can see it, but you know, the trick is not to get seen. So I did try to text him, and then I tried to call him, and he never he never answered. I don't know if he he didn't even read the messages. So I think something pretty awful must have happened to him. And he's gone to this jungle before and come back safely. Yeah, yeah, quite a few times actually. Hmm. Um, I sent him uh, I sent him to see uh, somebody named Kilmead. Kilmead's a uh, <clears throat> Kilmead's a thin blood. 
Huh. It's certainly an inauspicious name. Now, could this ghoul have run away? I doubt it. I mean, oh, you don't know any of this stuff, do you? I just got here. So to speak. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Pre pretty new to the whole kindred thing. No, don't worry about it. Um, she looks at Evangeline, and Evangeline picks up the narrative from this point. Yes, it's possible that the ghoul ran away, but it would have taken an act of extraordinary willpower to mm. accomplish. It's not impossible, but it's very, very unlikely. To create a ghoul, we have to give some of our phytae, our blood, to a mortal, and it creates an artificial bond, mm. um, a deep, deep attraction. Some would call it love. And it is not in the ghoul's interest anymore to sever that relationship. But it's not impossible. I've heard of it happening, but I'm not that much older than most of you. So I don't know. Hmm. I'm fairly certain I'm nowhere near as old as Beatrice and Mr. Keene here. Yes. That's a good bit. I think like taking that point, uh, I'd like look at Etam and just say, and uh, the part that Evangeline leaves out is that kindred can be blood-bonded, too. Oh. So if you were to drink someone's Vitae... I would be... You would have a hard time... Separating yourself from them. Disobeying them. Just something to know. I'll file that away for later. It's true. It's not foolproof. But the more you drink, the stronger the bond. It's gotta be considered kind of rude, though, right? Depends on who you ask <laughs> and what kind of fun you're having with it. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> do you make that Hold sound? <clears throat> do you object, Mr. King, to my characterization? Uh, no, I, I think that it is true and proper. I, I, I simply. Beatrice has opinions. For well, she I have opinions on most. She is Beatrice. Mm. Uh, to be sure, uh, I such a bond has a, a distasteful quality to me. Hmm. I have a I bridle under it, madam. Even the idea. What do you think <laughs> of the blood bond, or about uh, a ghoul? Well, blood bond's the topic under conversation. So, what do you think? Hmm. I think that if you're to participate in any of those things, then you need to make sure that you're choosing well. Do I take it that none of you have ever been bloodbound? <laughs> Beatrice, this is subject to much amusement um, to you. Yes, it is. I'm, I'm dying to know. I mean, a lady never tells. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that you have said managed to say a lot. Hmm. Oh, it's like a sex thing. What? I, it could be. Oh. I mean, think oh. about it, Tom. In, in, a, in amongst in creatures, of fluids. It, Jerry, Jerry, I get amongst it. creatures <laughs> that don't trust each other at all, there is a bit of an intimate component to being bound to each other. I mean, I don't know if you know this, uh, Tom, but kindred even have ceremonies in which they can tie the knot. There's people that live like this for years and. Really? Capable of falling in love and being bound to each other and being married, just like 
Mortals can. Have you ever been married? Well, what, why don't you tell us more <laughs> about this Wendell, because that's far more important than me. <laughs> yes, it is really the matter at hand, but... What do they look like? And, um, why are you rolling dice? <laughs> I don't want you to roll any more dice. Why are you rolling dice? Evangeline gives you a look, and the look says, I understand, I won't pry. And she makes it very clear that that's what she's saying with her eyes. Oh, she's good. Being oh, cool. she doesn't say this out loud. Doesn't no, say it out loud. She's being cool. Yeah. She's she is being cool about this. <gasps> she's letting you know that she knows. She knows something, something that you don't want to talk about. Maybe it's Maybelline. Look, I don't know much about the Thin Bloods. They haven't been something that's crossed my path that often, and then I would prefer not. I know that to... they're weird, aren't they? They're. Didn't they get botched? It depends on who you ask. Look. They can do weird again, things. Again, I look at the door blood. and make sure it's still closed, that Marjorie didn't, you know, leave it open. There seems to be a strange thing that happens with our blood. Each of us is created by another, sired. Someone made you, me, all of us. And some kindred can trace their lineages back. Many sires. Proud lineages. If Good lineages. If you say so, Beatrice. Unlike thin bloods. Some thin lineages bloods, are better than others, some, that's for sure. Someone created thin bloods too. Kindred made them, but something happened. Maybe too many generations of lineage had passed, but something goes wrong with the blood or the process or something, and it creates I guess you could call it a very weak vampire. They're almost mortal. Hmm. They, um, they're really persona non grata collectively, the Camarilla. Um, do they drink a, blood? Some of them do, I guess. I, like I said, I don't know much about them. They're not allowed in the Camarilla, in, mm -hmm. at least in Seattle. Um, I've heard even worse about how the Camarilla treats them but they're definitely not welcome. And so they tend to, you know, gather in parts of the city where the Camarilla really wouldn't be caught dead. For example. If you pardon the expression. Listen, now, do I savor these creatures? No, but they're very useful. A lot of times they can even hang out in daylight. And so in my hmm. line of business. Oh, you've heard that too. It's I've, useful. I've heard that rumor too. Hmm. Is it true? Well, I've, in the smuggling business, you don't ask too many questions, but okay. when you're trying to transport things by a port, sometimes that involves having reliable people that can move goods during the day. I've heard that some of them can, in fact, go out in the sun. So I would not be surprised that there are thin bloods in this jungle engaging in. Well, where else, where, where, where else can they, indeed, where else so, can they ply their trade? One hmm. of my convictions is that everyone deserves a fair shot. Oh, no. So what I, I would think that, that that's, that's right. kind of bullshit, right? So, the way they're treated? That's certainly the narrative aspect of it. Yeah. We haven't reached a point where that conviction is in jeopardy. Right. If you find yourself in a situation where you have the opportunity to give someone a fair shot and you don't do it. I don't do it. 
okay. then your humanity could be in jeopardy, yes. Your, but that, your, but your that doesn't mean that you don't have an opinion on this. I, I mean, think probably, it probably does mean you yeah. have an opinion yeah. on this. Yeah. Well, probably okay. a rather forceful one. Got it. I have a question, Jerry. What is preventing you from reclaiming your... I'm not going in there. I'm not going to be seen with thin bloods. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Fuck you. I mean, I will. So... This isn't a problem. It's, I'm happy to I, go I in mean, there. You can't. There, like a like Evangeline told you, there. Would you call it persons non gratis? Something. Mm. Um, Some kind of. Yes, you got to be really. Cheese. If you if you go look, if you go hunt for Wendell, and that's where the hunt takes you. Obviously, I owe you big time for looking. I owe you even more if you actually find him. But um, you got to know, you're caught hobnobbing with them. Could be bad for you. There are there are kindred in Seattle who think that the Thin Bloods are like the I don't know the Omen of Doom or something that they're going to bring about the end of the world or that they're I don't know. What does Lou think of them? I mean, I wouldn't hmm. know. I thought you were a good friend. That's a good question. I mean, that's going a little far for whatever reason. So um, I sculpt, and uh, Lou likes what I what I did. I, I had an exhibit, a show, an opening, and I couldn't believe that Lou came. Lou Graham came to my opening. Oh. At least, sort of. She sent people. <laughs> Which okay. is almost as good as Lou Graham coming to the opening. If Lou is a patron of the art, this yeah. is, I'm so already putting it together. Him. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, you know, that was special. And um, they, they bought some pieces to take back to... Oh, you know, that place that she stays and I guess never comes out of. Uh, so uh, I figure she must have seen something she liked. And I know how to get in touch with her people. And if you do this, I will make sure she hears how you helped me. Okay. If perhaps you could have I mean, your she people... Bought- when I say she bought some pieces, I mean she bought my show. And what kind of work? You do sculptures, Ooh. but is it mm-hmm. realism, abstract? What do you do? It's mostly abstract bronzes. Okay. We have, we have, we're already in the open. My, uh, my show was um, interpretations of Seattle historical events, like the Great Fire. Oh, and, I remember uh, that. Uh, <laughs> <the Denny laughs> Oops. You do? Mm. Wait, wait, what year was the Great Fire? This is Jasmine eight, asking. 1880 something? No. <laughs> I missed it by 15 years. You can think you remember it, but you've heard of yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, she'd be like, oh, you've yeah. heard the Great Fire, of course. Yeah, no, no, no. I remember, I think they were still rebuilding. I remember the shitty fire afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one wasn't that great. The less good fire. Yeah. It's like, here, now, I would say, now, Jerry. Because you are a G and an I, Jerry. Yeah. You've already garnered a lot of respect. That's a configuration that I love. Are you making fun of me? Absolutely not. Okay. When he compliments people, it sounds it's like always insult, sincere. But it's it, it's not. We will secure your goal, or abs, or do our our level best to do so, and certainly we will take. Uh, advantage of any introductions you might be able to make. But the haven is looking a little sparse. 
And if it is indeed the fact that uh, you know your way around a bronze sculpture. I do. I do wonder if there might be some memento of our, our SWAL collaboration that could reside in the Haven itself. Want me to make you something? I would like you to make me something. Okay, okay, we can make that part of the deal. Yeah, I'll make you an original. Ooh. For, for the time being also, I mean, perhaps it might take a long time to make an original. Can Indeed. we Can we have, uh, if you have another piece that wasn't claimed by Lou, maybe we can house that for the time being until the original makes its way to us. You want me to give you art before you do anything? Is that like a down payment? Well, you know, it's going to take you a while to create that unless you're a very fast worker, which I, you know, would not necessarily say you're incapable of. So you want a down payment. <laughs> you could have just said so. I mean, sure. Fine. Down payment. Fine. Yes, yes, I didn't sell everything at the at the opening. So, yeah, I got something. I've got a, uh, I've got an abstract of Mount Rainier that I think might work for you. Who knows? Yeah. Will that work? Yeah, actually. Oh, good. That yes. would actually be really nice. I think it's, it's been proved, that one. Okay. Absolutely. Wow. Well, I, I, I mean, I assume we'll be back with uh, Mr. Wendell in three or four hours? Nope. No. Don't ever put it. No. Nope. Yes. Oh, don't. No, yeah. Well, give them well, the time frame. Obviously, uh, Jerry will be in touch. We will. Okay. So I'll get in touch with you through Evangeline. She's That's cool. Number. And uh, I think I'll go. <laughs> I got to go. Okay. Get my Mount Rainier sculpture out of storage. <laughs> <laughs> Much sent somewhere, I guess. It will be well housed. I don't want to know. <laughs> just out. She excuses herself and leaves the well, private she, dining room, closing the, last, the door carefully behind I think the her. last five days have been a hard time for her. Yeah. She's not able to tug on this leash. Hmm. She sort of thought she had this lined up. She does really seem to have an attachment to Wendell, which is nice to see. Yeah. It's is charming, it, isn't it? It is. is. It? But if he was sent yes. to uh, deal with the Thin Bloods uh, and that got back to some of the kindred in the Camarilla court, it might go less well for Jerry. Do we have any idea what... So you're gonna have to be careful. Yeah. Do we know what one might deal with thin blood for? I'm sure I don't know. Oh yes, I have no clue. Why I, we then, talk to them? Frankly, the less I have to do with them, <clears throat> the better. Not oh, because I mean I have this no is opinion. Evangeline. Yeah. yeah. I have no opinion about the doom or the omens or whatever, mm -hmm. but I do know that um, it doesn't pay to be seen with them. So, must be something very important for her to risk. Yes. I mean, who knows what she sent him there for? Who knows? Yeah. Well, and I can only imagine how <clears throat> delicious the very creature she sent in there must be to these thin bloods. Why would that be? Well, because he is tuned up, as you might say, with kindred vitae. It's true. You might not find him alive. He's, imagine how delicious he would be mm. to these thin bloods. Yeah, she, she's committing this piece to that to that board is very interesting play. I'll uh, have Jerry send me a picture and I'll text it to you. Remember, don't show anybody your phones. Mm -mm. 
Mm -hmm. Be careful with those. Uh, I suppose back to what you were speaking to earlier, mm -hmm. uh, the blood bonding. Oh, are you intrigued? I change your mind. Let's just say yeah, I let's uh, talk about sex again. I um, <laughs> baby absolutely have some experience in that regard. Oh, in case you know that knowledge was of any sort of importance to you. <clears throat> How intriguing! I'm happy to tell Tom all about it. A kindred of mystery. Oh well, please do be a dear and, and, and educate Tom. Sure. Yeah. My pleasure. So uh, I know we haven't uh, had an opportunity to um, where the younger uh, hang out, but I remember your kind invitation to your heaven. Oh, of course, anytime. I won't forget. Yes. Mm -hmm. Love to host the two of you. <laughs> I've got a shooting range of that, uh, you know, lots of great activities. Really? Oh yeah, Tom has I mean, been. I'm, I'm, I've been. It's it's beautiful. It's a great place. Yeah, I'm free a lot. So. Anytime you want to go. Oh, wonderful. Well, then let's make it a date. Of Maybe um, after you've had a chance to investigate Jerry's little problem. We'll go take care of this real quick. Let me split. I hope it is quick. I mean, I understand what I'm what I'm suggesting that you do could be dangerous. Jerry's... I did not understand that. That's interesting that you bring that up. <laughs> Why would that be? Because being seen with the thin bloods right, okay. would be frowned upon. But not like physically dangerous. Well, actually, I don't know. know. It could be. Who knows? Oh. I don't know. I've heard some pretty strange things about them. Oh, right. You, you don't really know what you're dealing with on an individual. I don't level. know. I don't really know if they're like us and that they have various abilities or if they're truly more like ghouls or mortals. I mean, ghouls can sometimes inherit the powers of those who make them, but mm -hmm. in a very minute way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we, it's an X factor, basically. We don't really know. Well, well, be careful. Yeah, we thank you for the warning. We should probably we'll be careful. make arrangements. The night is, mm -hmm. is you mm -hmm. know, not young. No. I'll wait to hear from you. Yeah, as soon as we get done with this little job, mm -hmm. we'll connect and we'll head over to Betty's place and, and have ourselves a, a little date. That sounds perfect. I look forward to it so much. Me too. I'm looking forward to it right now. Don't All forget right. that photo. I'm going to excuse myself, and I'll get right on that for you. So the 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 way that it operates here in the back room is that essentially there's like there's the meals are always sort of on hold, mm. like basically they're on hold and they're on hold and they're on hold, and then when I leave, it's essentially just dinner for the people that work here. So we, we don't actually put any of nice. it to work, mm. but it's like, oh, soon, soon. Because the idea is we're just, we're just doing menus, we're doing meetings, we're working out business, and then essentially it's just dinner for... It's free meal for the staff. Exactly. That's very generous. So nothing goes to waste. No, absolutely not, because that's, that's I, I did get the seafood. Huh. Crabs, oysters, shrimp. Yeah, if they start bringing this and you just see Betty's like nose curl, we need to no. leave. Yeah, yeah. They, they haven't uh, brought anything. They didn't even bring your drinks. Oh, okay. Absent. Service here is terrible. <laughs> 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 I, on, on I didn't see one server. I didn't get my meal at all. So ah. Poor review on Yelp. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's, so. he's pretty one star. Yeah, didn't see a server yeah. once. No, no. D Martinez. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. on our on our way out. Yeah. as you if you do if you share that with us. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I will just turn to you and say, you know what, Jameson? At some point, if you ever do Maybe. decide, yes, uh, to. Acquire a ghoul. Indeed. I'm sure you'd be very good to oh, them. 
Oh, I, a I, great mentor to I, I can see, I consider them bloodless ghouls as it is. We have a, a relationship that I think functions, that works for us. They don't need any of my juices uh, to have an authentic relationship that is based on mutual collaboration and respect. I grab a handful of your fancy well. mint. The whole jar into my jacket oh. pocket. The whole thing. Yeah. Okay. The uh, the host looks at you askance, but decides it's not it's not worth stopping you. Forget it. Okay. You're with Mr. Keene. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, there's, it's a, there's a, a look. Yeah, there is a tab. It goes on the yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just it rustles. Yeah. But there's a tab and this goes on it. He's writing down mints. He's <laughs> mints. It's too many? $2.35. The bill will come due at the end of the month. Yes, I'm I sure. fucking believe it. Costco. As good as her word, Evangeline does text you. <laughs> it's a photograph. What do I see? Mm-hmm. You see uh, a young man, athletic, with uh, a very fashionable haircut. Okay. And by that I mean it's got sort of Underbuzz here, okay, side shave. on one side. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> he's wearing uh, a Seattle Mariners sweatshirt. Okay. And he's standing. It's one of those pictures in which the person is standing in front of their car. Oh so, boy! Oh, he's one of these. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Standing in front of a, a silver Tesla. Oh. Okay. So we can one, one of the one of the more expensive. Oh, oh. interesting. It's got yes. the uh, advanced. Yeah. Text follows. Follow. This is Wendell. Thanks for this. Heart. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there is only one interpretation, sir. Yeah. She is smitten. Do you want to respond to that, Tom? Yeah. What do you want to respond with? Uh, thanks for the pick. Um, I mean, should I send a pick of myself back? No. Oh, okay, I don't know. Are we sexting? <laughs> no, you are oh. just, just, you're just texting. Okay. Just whatever, you know. All right. I mean, Please don't send her a picture of any no. of your appendages. No. Okay. Yeah. I don't, you know, women don't like that a all lot right. of the time. I just say thanks for Unless the Unless they ask for it. This will make it easy. Uh, heart. See you when we get back, heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm Second okay with time this. around. Second mm-hmm. time around. Yeah. The return, commitment. return text is just a smiley face. Thumbs up. <laughs> Followed by Bore. an address. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, this is the jungle. So the address is an intersection where the highway meets a secondary road in the very north of Ballard, not far from the Crown Hill neighborhood. Okay. It's oh. really nothing special about that part of town. It's mostly residential, but the highway does cut through it on its way north. Absolutely. All right. I'm familiar with the exact area. If you know how to get us there, I show you on the Google map and then I tuck my phone away so it can't be. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And my, my presumption is that your capacious automobile is a hard have shell. A massive yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her I forgot carapace. what we what we decided on, but it was something like a Ford Explorer. Was it like a Land Rover? Or something? I, I think it might have been yeah, a Range Rover. Yeah, it's a Land Range. Rover. Yeah, 
It was very, it was very Bellevue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes Great up like side. two. Yeah. It takes up two parking spaces. The inside is the opposite of a Tesla. It's like all been gutted so that she well, can drive it. All it's the very tech, mechanical. Yeah, all, it's all, Ooh, all, it's yeah. all, like no power steering. It's no, like, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. that's no problem for her. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And as I recall, Betty has a, uh, a rather extensive go kit yes, in the back. Yes, in the back. She's seat. got the bug out bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Leather gloves, a shillelagh, and a bunch of other piano wire, too. crowbars, things like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Zip ties. Things that can <gasps> come in handy. Oh, I am very impressed. Are you going through my <laughs> shit? I <laughs> am totally not rummaging it because it, oh, I'm yeah. sure that it's like all very neatly set up. There's like a, there's like a, a, a method to this. Surgical precision. So there's no way I would mess that up, but I am absolutely touching it with my eyes. Yeah. it's. It's all Tetris in there. It's perfectly yeah. arranged. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but yeah, wow. this is, but I mean, from Ballard to this, this is, you know, it's certainly at this time of night, it's Pretty, maybe 10, 15 very minutes. Very quick drive. Yeah. Very quick drive. I think, I believe you even keep an emergency supply of blood bags in there. Yep. In the wow. trunk. Mm-hmm. They don't know about that. That's no. secret. It's, it's underneath a, the thing. Where, where you're supposed to have a spare tire. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to know: Is there still there's still like the back seats, or how how many people? How much room is there? Like how many seats? Oh, did you, or did you pull yeah, out? Yeah, it's that a back Range Rover, yeah. so it's huge. like it's huge. It's okay. like a big car. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you didn't like pull out all the back seats to make room for all your no, stuff. No, 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 there's there's no. It's no need for that. the it's only just that the only thing that's modified is like the console. Because she has trouble stuff. interacting with with technology, but yeah, it's just that big that it houses like, like, like many older people. Mm-hmm. A cooler in the back with blood bags. Ooh, I'm curious about something. It's like her version of uh, the Firefly. Like yes. she's a smuggler, so it's yeah. like got everything she needs in it. Lots of little nooks and crannies. H- how long have you had this? Oh, I've had it for oh quite some time. I want to compare how worn the the driver's seat is compared to the passenger seat in the back seat. Basically, I want to try to put together in my mind. How often Betty has other people in this car You're a piece of rolling shit. around? <laughs> You're a piece of shit. I'm a curious individual. <laughs> I'm a curious individual, and I am just doing some, you know, Uh-oh. just fulfilling oh. my curiosity. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look, wow, at, your, I'm gonna bitch. look at your character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Betty. That's What's just me. That's like man. wow. My interesting. This is a naughty man. I mm. am a naughty man. This isn't casual awareness. This is deliberate pride. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So I think this is intelligence and investigation. This is intelligence and being weird. Four four dice for you. (laughs) Four dice, including your hunger. It is. Okay, so four total, 100 in in the pool. He's like down investigating your seats. Three successes. Well, Betty, how often do you drive yourself? Okay, so the passenger seats are basically brand new. The Eddie Bauer leather is pristine as the day that it was purchased. And only the driver's seat, you know how that leather gets the slightly glossy look? Yeah. Only the only the driver's seat. Now this was I didn't ask this. I just I know. I'm just I am angrily telling you as Jasmine. I love it. Yeah, only the driver's seat is worn. Yes, that's what I want. He doesn't have friends. Mm, Delicious. You asshole. Delicious. (laughs) That's like a brand new car. Yeah. (laughs) It does, I it does. Mm, mm. A little bit. It's an easy drive. Yeah, especially. I'm sitting in the middle. I love you, but I fucking fucking hate you. I'm driving because I believe I'm the only one with any dots in drive. Uh, I probably don't. I have a. I have a dot. I got one dot in drive. I don't drive. Yeah, but but this is your. This is your. your Is anybody in the passenger seat? 
Does anybody shotgun? Well, I think I think I'm probably because I'm I'm, okay. I'm always like the dad in this group anyway. Uh, that's so true. yeah. Those of you who are in the back, of course, notice that Betty has no reflection in this mirror either, in the driver's mirror yeah. at all. Yeah, you just see a still specter. still see the specter. In, in, the, in the, yeah, rear view mirror, you just see I'm a specter. I am looking for it. <laughs> in fact, if ever I talk to Betty, I'm talking to that reflection of Betty. Like, <laughs> so you make a point of looking at it. Oh, yeah, I find it quite lovely, actually. It's fascinating. I'm so used to making probably Tom uncomfortable that I actually, like, that's probably I'm absolutely not at all uncomfortable by it. Not even in the slightest. And and probably wouldn't even hide that from you. Well, like all major cities, Seattle, of course, is got its problems with highways. Yeah. Right? Many of the routes in the city are were badly planned. <laughs> and despite efforts <laughs> to uh, rebuild and beautify them, this particular overpass was constructed as part of an urban renewal project, probably in the in the 70s. Right. Um, and while effort has been expended to make the top side of it as functional and uh, good looking as a highway can be, there's been little, paid, little attention paid to the dark spaces beneath. Um, and this is a place inhabited mostly by people seeking shelter from the eternal rains and the uh, winds that blow in from the Pacific. And they pick up colder air over the rugged snow-capped Olympic Mountains as they blow eastward and then across the deep, cold expanse of Elliott Bay until they reach Seattle, where they just cut through you. Yeah, where it's just murder it's men and women. Cold, cold yeah. winds. It's bone it's cold. not much shelter. There's a lot of trash strewn in this part of the city, just like every overpass. Right, and it's ignored by the people who drive over it or buy it every day. The huge concrete pillars of the overpass rise up on all sides, propping up the bridge of the highway overhead, moving over this deep, shadowy recess. As you pull up, your headlights pick out personal tents, mm -hmm. bedrolls, trash, tools, supplies, all the evidence of uh, community living rough in the elements. Not at all pleasant or hopeful place. Now, just at the edge of your headlights, Betty, you can make out what looks to be a, a makeshift plywood shack. And instead of windows, it's just got holes cut in the plywood and someone has uh, taped black plastic garbage bags across the holes with uh, you know, some sort of uh, masking tape or electrician's tape. You can see rats scurrying at the edge of the headlights, making away with garbage and pieces of paper that have been strewn here by the wind. There's no working light under here mm. at all. It's dark. Um, but there is a very, very faint glow coming from underneath the doorway of the plywood shack. Okay. And there are several flashlights being played about, too, by people who have probably heard or seen your vehicle approach. Some of them are shining their flashlights right through your windshield yeah. at you. It's really hard to see, actually. One of them is one of those really uh, industrial uh, halogen mm. flashlights yeah. that create a blinding beam. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It just cuts. Yeah, I think I would, like, yeah. turn off the engine and then almost like snapping into a very business-like fashion. You see like Betty like taking her jacket off and she's like, all right, jacket's off. Nice call. Yeah. 
Now, I think on. there's a trench in the back, Rico, if you can hand it to me. I am following suit. Is there something else that uh, might cover up? Oh, yeah, me? I would like my crowbar. Yep, got that. Do you have to see me like slip that in the back? So you've exchanged <laughs> so you, that turmeric yellow jacket for your trench. Yes. And you've got your crowbar. Yes. Uh, and you notice this trench is like very unassuming. It's not like Burberry. No, <laughs> it's very like, you're incognito 100%. <clears throat> yeah. And that is translating to me. Do you have anything for one of our more obvious companions? I think there's some ski masks and turtlenecks. You can probably make something work back there. We will make something work. You just have a murder um, box back here. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, we, I take off my jacket, I turn it inside out. As you take off yours, I'm doing the same thing. Is okay. there is there a difference between the material on the inside versus what's on the other side? Yeah, I think there probably is. It's probably a darker, softer material. Cool. Uh, here, do this. If I don't find something that fits you back here, like a yeah. big trench coat, then I'm gonna offer you your own jacket turned inside out. Okay. Um, and a ski mask. All right. You're putting on a ski mask. I'm, well. uh, yeah. I'm not putting on mm -hmm. a ski mask. Uh, Tom. So I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Tom has Streetwise. Yes. And oh, this 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 was not going to be crazy for him. Yeah, like I would think that I would be comfortable with like taggers down here. Bikers down here, maybe. Interesting idea. How many dots of streetwise do you have? I have three mm. uh, dots of streetwise and three composure. You, like you're obviously you, like yeah. you know you, you know your way around uh, Seattle's rougher yeah, places. I don't think he's scared, or, or at least you know what to expect. Yeah, maybe you, not this specific one. Yeah. Let's make the roll. Let's make it composure and streetwise. Okie doke. Uh, that's six dice yeah, for that's you. Six dice. One of this is a hunger die. Wow. I'll take one out. Put one in. Yeah. Hungry. Yeah, looking for three successes. Oh. I got three successes. I like how wow. you have like yeah. streetwise like hip and I have like streetwise black market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little different specialty. Yeah, yeah. very so different. He, specialty. Basically, he just knows how to move here. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm here to deal. <laughs> right. I suspect that the tattoo scene and the tagger scene probably has a lot of overlap yes, in Seattle. Does. Yeah. So uh, you might even recognize. Some of the some of the work, some of the designs, the work here. Yeah, you got three successes. I did. Mm, uh, roll this. Make the same roll again. Uh, you need four successes this time, though. Oh, okay. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I did get a red success. success. Okay. Okay, so you got two successes. Yes. Yeah. You're looking for four. Um, if you want. Willpower to spend people. a willpower. It's it's superficial, so it refreshes at the beginning right. of the next session. It's not aggravated damage. I'm going to do you that. Can this is why we earned it back, three right? Dice. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to it whip. to spend it. Reroll re up to three black dice. Oh, reroll up to three black dice. So, so you had two successes. Yeah. successes. Reroll re three of the failures. You need two more. One. Oh! Yes! Yes. 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 It takes a few minutes as you are studying the signs, the tags, yeah. the marks in the bright lights. Betty's Range Rover, but yeah, yeah. You know that taggers work and it's fresh too. Mm. Okay. Oh. Yeah, the tagger is known only as the beetle. Now you've never met the beetle, no. but you would know the beetles work anywhere. Right. It's intricate, it's modern and some find it strangely beautiful. Okay. There is a there is a rumor that the beetle actually is a tattooer. You okay. would you wouldn't be surprised seeing what you see here. Yeah, so I don't put a ski mask on, then I get out feeling pretty comfortable. 
and I actually sort of look at you guys. <laughs> we're yeah, ready to yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like. Go hard. Like, and I, I just draw the shadows about myself. Nice. I'm used to, I'm used mm. to having to be not there. And right. I continue that policy. So the cloak of shadows, right? No, I think as long as you're not flexing your wealth, it's not. No, I think that you fit in and that's good, but do you want other kindred that might be watching us to know that we were here amongst the thin bloods? Cameras can't record me, Tom, so I'm a little bit more incognitous all the time. Yeah, I mean- Whatever you want, Tom, I'll support. I have to question authority, and I have to think everyone deserves a fair shot. So Those are your conditions. I think that's some bullshit social rules that I just don't buy into. Uh, I mean, hmm. Tom, I don't agree if it makes you feel better. That, you know, I'm of the, I'm very pro-choice, you know? Like, I don't think we should make thin bloods because of the conditions they have to live in, but once they're here, right? you know. Then what's to be done? I think we here need to are. treat them well, yes. So I'm against the creation of them, you know. <clears throat> I don't not to make this a my body, my choice type situation, but <laughs> you know, I'm. Getting <laughs> into some shit. I'm, you know, I don't think <clears throat> it's a complicated topic, but with. I guess I just don't think it's that complicated. With Seattle. And I want. I start walking into the. <laughs> so, the rock that comes well, sailing out of the darkness. Yeah, I see your point. Misses you. Misses the Range Rover barely and lands with a thud, not unlike the thud we just heard, uh, next to the front tire. The flashlights that you have seen are playing around your faces. Now, you're wearing a ski mask. Mm-hmm. You appear as normal, but of yeah. course, you can't be recorded easily at all. You appear as you, you normally do, no ski yeah, mask. I, I turned my jacket, jacket inside out. jacket. And of course, we see Mr. Keene's assumed visage for the night. Is Indeed, that right? I think in this context, my level of comfort involves um, vanishing or unseen passage. Ooh. So. I, I think, I, I would love it if people thought there were three of us. Huh. Don't think you can do that under direct observation, but let me uh, take a really quick look here. Hmm. Actually, you can vanish in plain sight. This is why I took Cloud's it. Cloud's memory. Isn't it crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. It's such a cool. But but that's part of vanish completely is his ambition. Make a rouse check. Yep. Please. That's just a uh, single hunger die. I'm getting roused. Right? <laughs> <laughs> why are you getting roused? That's just a cool ability. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait. Wait till you that's see the tenth level of it. <laughs> Yes, well. Success! Success. You do not get hungry. You keep your beast in check. The door of the Rage Rover opens and it closes. And nothing gets up. (laughs) Now make a roll. Nice. Yeah, so what? It's your wits plus the number of dots you have in Obfuscate. And you have rather a lot in Obfuscate. I I do. In fact, I have an unusual amount. Yes. As a matter of fact. Wow. Uh, Very, very good at it. Make sure to include your hunger die in the pool. Indeed. So. Uh, three wits, four obfuscate is a pool of mm-hmm. seven. Okay. One of which is the hunger die. That dad is making me roll. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm here to help. Three successes, four successes. Four wow. successes, okay. Much better than, much better than my roll. You simply aren't there. You do that wavy, special effect trick. Exactly. You're just not seen. And I just travel just sort of 
an errant path from little pool of shadow. I don't walk with the group. From yeah, the group, so absolutely. you are separating. I am separating from them. I mean, they can't they can't see you either unless we do some contested roles with good cause. Absolutely, but I mean, these these are certainly allies and friends. They they know that as soon as the yeah, he's the, in a. They know that I'm. They know that I'm there. Well, you've seen him do this before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But my, my my fantasy scenario, the way that I think I can be of most help to my friends, is to be a um, the variable in any altercation. Hmm. Yeah. Another rock comes sailing out of the darkness from somewhere behind the flashlight. Get out of here! These rocks have to stop. Oh. Three, four. Funk. Get the fender of the Range Rover. Oh, not the Range. I'm gonna pick up that rock. It's actually a big chunk of broken concrete. Great. A little bit of rebar sticking out of it. Uh, Get out! I would like to uh, pick up this uh, chunk of uh, uh, this rocky cement. Is it like a like a cement? Oh, it's concrete. It's concrete. A yeah. Mix. Um, with lethal body. Can I crush it? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> so you have two dots of potence. Mm -hmm. Lethal body has a very specific purpose, which makes your makes your physical blows incredibly dangerous to humans. But let's do this. Let's uh, make a strength roll. Mm -hmm. um, let's make strength plus athletics plus your potence. So that's one, Great. two, three, four, five dice. Five, one. And I would, as I'm doing that, I'd like to activate Daunt. So it's happening simultaneously. Oh, one thing at a time. Let's resolve okay. this roll first. Darn it, I would have done it the opposite direction. Um, uh, uh, let's do this roll. How many, five, four, with five. one red. Yeah. Yep, five dice with one, 100. We want big onks. Big onk energy. Yeah. Uh, two, three. Two. Two. Those are not two. in the tray. They're not in the tray, should I re You them? should absolutely re-roll so one, one was a success, one wasn't. It's two successes. That's yeah. sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. So two successes. You grasp the chunk of concrete. Careful not to plunge the rebar through your hand. Yeah. Just <laughs> pulverize it into a fine gravel. Mm -hmm. And are you saying that you're activating daunt? Yes. Like right on the tower that makes you scary. Yeah. Let me double check to make sure that I'm not going to do anything horrible. So. What happens when you activate Dawn? What changes about you? What do, what do those who can see mm. observe that makes you scarier and more intimidating? There is a, so much like awe, it kind of pulls people's focus towards me, mm -hmm. but as their attention comes to me, there's something about me that gets bigger. There's a, a look like, like I just did a really, Insane pump at the gym. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right? Like my veins are popping out, my chest is heaving. There's something about me that becomes a little bit more almost animalistic. Yeah. As I look like I get a couple inches larger in size, my brow furrows and my like intensity just amplifies. You, you got like the steroid rage. I did exactly. <laughs> no. I was gonna say that, but you know, but it's definitely like a roid rage. Are we not allowed to say roid rage? I don't, it's okay with me. That's I mean, okay. I don't think it's against the TOS. No, so. no, no, it's totally fine. I was just, yeah. Now, obviously, that's one of if our sponsors. If you're struggling with steroids, <laughs> sponsored by steroids. Somebody from behind the flashlights that you can't see mutters, oh, shit. Oh, shit. 
Then I hear that. Mm-hmm. No, oh shit, man, we're cool. Are you cool? Because we're cool. Are you saying this in a reassuring way or an intimidating way? I am being direct. That's not a threat. It's meant to let them know I could, I can, but I don't have to. <laughs> it, it can go how they want. Yeah. All three of the flashlights are now focused on you. I got my ski mask on. I uh, let that dust from that thing that I just uh, I crumbled, like, fall to the ground, and I just... Are we cool? In the light of the Range Rover, the headlights, which you... Have you left them on, or did you turn them off when no, you No, I cut the, the engine you cut off, them. Yeah. So the only light in this underpass area are the three flashlights, now trained all on you, and, of course, the very faint light coming from beneath the door of the makeshift plywood shack. My body relaxes as I lean back against the uh, vehicle. Mm-hmm. But you're not ending the daunt effect. No. Right? But I'm just relaxing and I'm saying. You're relaxing right next to that big old den, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I just say, hey, is, is Beetle here? <laughs> Who wants to know? Tom Holliday's motherfucker. I don't know Tom Holliday's, you know Tom. There's some murmured conversation from behind the flashlights. Uh, do the flashlights move? One of the flashlights slowly pans over to Tom, starts at his feet, goes up to his head. You know you got your jacket on inside out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a new trend and all the kids are doing it. Where's Beetle? Why are you here? To talk to Beetle. Why aren't you in school? There's some more murmured conversation. What you can hear are things like, I don't know who they are, but you know, it's beyond, maybe, no, it's, it's probably somebody else. We don't, we can't trust them. Forget it. Uh, go away. Um, Please. I have, I have in my flaws a rival smuggler. It's true. You do. Does this person have a name? I think that you get the privilege of naming. Oh, somebody else do it. I'm bad at names. David. <laughs> David? Yeah. David. <laughs> David. Okay, yes. David. Oh, I love God. It. I hate this guy. Okay. Um, tell David Betty's here. And I got somebody I can try later. <laughs> it concerns Beetle. Oh, nice. Hmm. What's with the mask? Keeps my face warm. Yeah, he's got a cold face. Where's Beetle? <laughs> I think we ought to kill him, don't you think so? Yeah, I think we ought to kill him. Are you sure about that? I think this is a great place to uh, pause our vampire story for now. Oh, you're a wicked man. The tension. It has been remarked. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, let's fight. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready. <laughs> let's get it. Well, up next time. I know, next time. Maybe, maybe we won't. We might vampire. not. Thank well. you very much for joining us for Seattle by Night, Season 2, Episode 1, Fresh Tendrils. Woo!